Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Elemental Evan Show. This is your host, Evan Roberts. And on this show, I break down complex health topics from a holistic perspective. Today's episode, we are going to jump into some serious gut health talk. We're going to talk a bit about my experience with my gastrointestinal issues growing up as a child and kind of how I fixed those and navigated that whole experience. And I'm going to give you all the information that I can possibly think of in this episode for how to heal your gut in case you're dealing with a lot of these issues. Just to give you an idea, I dealt with irritable bowel syndrome. I was told I was lactose intolerant. I had a parasite for a while, a bunch of different things dealing with my gut health. Ultimately, it just led to a lot of cramping and pain and needing to like run to the restroom And yeah, just not a fun experience growing up. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in to how I navigated that, what tools I used, and if I could tell someone right now who's going through the same experiences that I was as a kid, I would tell them to do these steps that I'm going to discuss in this episode today. So I'm going to give you kind of all the knowledge that I have in terms of how to heal the gut. Now, I'm sure there's going to be some little key points here and there that I might miss out on. Um, and if I remember them, I'll bring them back in a future episode, but nonetheless, this is going to be a really great, uh, roadmap and guide on how to heal your gut effectively. And one of the things that I've been using here recently is actually colostrum. So I spoke about this on a couple episodes ago. Uh, I started trying this colostrum product from Triarmra. Um, honestly, marketing got me on Instagram. Uh, as well, actually, I heard it in uh, Max Lugavir's podcast. That was when I first heard it. And then Instagram started feeding it to me like crazy. Uh, but nonetheless, there's a lot of good reason to take it. It's not just all hype. So I test everything before I promote it on this show because I want to make sure it's actually something I enjoy. I'm only going to share the things that I actually enjoy on the show with you. But nonetheless, Armra was... Uh, it's this company for colostrum, which for those of you who are unfamiliar with what colostrum is, colostrum is actually the very first milk that I believe all mammals receive in the first 24 to I think it's 48 or 72 hours of birth. So right when you're born, the first milk that the mother is going to be producing is going to be colostrum. The colostrum is going to be slightly different than normal milk in the sense that it's going to have a lot of different um, components to it that are going to really help bolster our immune systems and kind of help, you know, settle or uh, build our microbiome and really set us up for success in really just life. Uh, so it's very potent stuff and it's really awesome. I um I personally started taking it to see how it would benefit my gut health and I was very surprised by the results because for one, it did help my gut health, I would say. Um, I don't have very many flare-ups now due to IBS or anything like that, um, just because I have my diet really dialed in. But nonetheless, I'm always on the lookout for things that are going to help my gut and uh, to, you know, really restore it and build up the gut health. I can't say that it was this massive difference in terms of gut health, but what I did notice is it really, really bolstered my immune system. For like two months, there was just a ton of people getting sick. And even right now, a ton of people are still getting sick. And I was around them while they were sick. And I didn't know that they were. And uh, they would tell me later all these crazy things and then come to find out that, uh, you know, they were sick and I was around them. And 
I never got sick the whole time that I was around them. Ashley never got sick either. Uh, it was really wild. And the only thing I could think about was I started taking Triarmra's colostrum. That was like the one thing that I actually altered in terms of like diet or supplements or anything to uh, that extent. So I have seen a huge benefit in colostrum's effect on my immune system. Uh, when I'm taking it, it really bolsters my immune system. And in terms of gut health, I actually noticed the best effects on my gut health when I was taking it multiple times a day. So two to three times a day. Only issue with that is obviously you're using a lot more of it. So that's going to ramp up the cost of it. So uh, when you take just one scoop a day, that's really still going to help the immune system largely. Um, and that's kind of the main reason I actually take it is mainly for the immune system, which if you didn't know this, you're like 70%, more than 70% of your immune system physically resides in your gastrointestinal system. So it kind of makes sense, goes hand in hand, that obviously uh, what's good for the immune system is going to be good for the gut and vice versa. What's good for the gut is good for the immune system. And as always, I'm trying to find good deals for all of you. So typically, Colostrum from Triarmra, I get a 10% discount code for your first offer uh, from your first purchase from them. However, in lieu of Black Friday, they're doing a really huge offer right now, one that I've personally never seen them do. So from Tuesday, no, uh, November 21st, so a day ago from the release of this podcast, all the way to no November 27th, the sale is going to be 20% off a one-time order site-wide and 40% off your first auto ship order. So that 40% is a huge one. 20%, like I've seen them kind of throw that around here and there, but 40% is one I've personally never seen. And don't tell anyone, I am <laughs> absolutely have a friend of mine um, go ahead and order a few for me. I'm going to shoot them some money and just kind of stock up on this because this is truly like one of the best deals they've ever had, or it's the best deal I've ever seen them have. So uh, I highly, highly recommend them even if it's just for the immune properties, even though there's so many other things that it does that it's really, really good at helping. Um, a lot of people do claim that it helps out with digestion. Like I said, it's something I noticed when I was taking a lot of it, but I really noticed a major, major benefit in the immune uh, effects or benefits from it. So that's mainly why I take it. And also, I just feel super good when I do take it. So, uh, you know, really being able to tune in our into our bodies and listen to what it's feeling is so important, and that's really one of the best things to go off of. So if you guys are interested in trying this Armra Colostrum, please go ahead and check out the show notes. It's going to have the different deals that are going on and the different codes to input when you are going to check out. So then that way you can get either the 20% or the 40% off. So be sure to check out the show notes for that. And on that note, since we're still talking about Black Friday here, I have to tell you as well about Energy Bits and their Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deal going on. So if you've never listened to this show before, Energy Bits is a spirulina and chlorella company. It's basically microalgae. So literally little microalgae that are absolutely packed with tons of micronutrients. Uh, we have minerals, we have uh, you know, different vitamins in there as well. I believe it's 40 plus minerals and vitamins as well. Spirulina is going to have all nine essential amino acids, making it a complete protein. And chlorella is so incredibly high in chlorophyll. Literally, the names like basically look the same almost. And 
Chlorophyll, if you are not familiar with that, it is basically the green pigment of plants, but it's very, very effective at helping to remove heavy metals and toxins from our blood. I've also heard from my last episode with Dr. Wendy Trubo that chlorella and I believe spirulina as well are able to help remove mycotoxins from the body, which mycotoxins come from mold. Uh, mold is definitely an issue that we are hearing more about. So honestly, one of my favorite things to take, it's jam-packed with so many minerals and vitamins and just a slew of different benefits, specifically with detoxing the body. And that is why I take that every single day. Um, it's one of my absolute go-to supplements. I've been using Energy Bits for years now. It is the highest quality spirulina and chlorella I have personally found. And I've tried like probably like 10 or 12 different brands. And it has been my favorite one after all of those. So if you want to try some of those as well, there are some awesome deals we have for Black Friday, 25% off with the code THANKS, T-H-A-N-K-S. That's all in caps. That starts on Thursday, November 23rd and ends midnight on Friday, November 24th. Or you can get the Cyber Monday deal, which is 25% off plus free shipping with code CYBER, C-Y-B-E-R, all capital letters. And that starts on Sunday, November 26th, and ends at midnight on Monday, November 27th. Highly recommend both of these. Absolutely, absolutely love these products. I promise you, you're gonna enjoy them as well. Um, of course, use your intuitive sense and see how you feel when you take these. That's really the best way we can tell if something's working for us. That or literally go get a test to see if you're increasing your levels of, you know, whatever it is that you might be deficient in. That is uh, called testing and not guessing. But aside from that, we're going to jump in to basically my story with my gastrointestinal issues and kind of my whole background and how I even got into health. So I'll keep this relatively short because for some of you listeners, you've probably heard this many, many times. But for those of you who have not heard my story, basically when I was young, like five, six years old, I started to develop an issue with my digestive system. Uh, had to, you know, it was like if I had to use the restroom, it was immediate. Like there was no possibility of me holding and waiting to go use the restroom. Um, this led to, you know, me not being able to eat food if I was going to be in a car for like more than 30 minutes because I was afraid that I wasn't going to be near a restroom that I could easily access and use. So I basically had to like fast anytime I was going to be in a car for an extended period of time. Um, so what ended up happening was I went to the doctors with my family, my mom and dad, uh, finally got to a point that, you know, it was, you know, too, too intense for everyone to not ignore like literally waking up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. My stomach in absolute cramps felt like my intestines were twisted and, you know, like a hot knife was in my bowels. Like it was terrible. So uh, we went to the doctors and, you know, they ran a few tests. Come to find out that they say I have a parasite. So they gave me some pills for a parasite as well. They said I was lactose intolerant, so could not tolerate milk basically or any dairy products. And on top of that, I had irritable bowel syndrome. So that's pretty much the diagnosis I was given. And they essentially told me, take these pills for your parasite, don't drink milk, and good luck with IBS. So really, there was like no actual 
you know, roadmap given to me, right? It was just kind of like, you're going to deal with this for the rest of your life and just try to not eat dairy, basically, which, yeah, obviously did not work. Um, so hence, I just kind of lived my life in this way where, you know, I knew that if I was eating typically bad food, and even at that time, I knew if I was eating like frozen pizzas and stuff that likely I was going to not feel so good. However, when I kept my diet a little bit lighter, I noticed that, you know, my stomach was a little bit better. But when you're a kid, you kind of don't really think about this too much. So I just ate terribly and dealt with the consequences. But when I was in, it was ninth grade is when I met my Spanish teacher, Mr. Amaya. But it's in 10th grade that we really started diving into health. And he was leading me down this journey of lifestyle change, diet, you know, different diets that are going to help decrease inflammation, rebuild the gut. Um, you know, he was giving me these books and and films to watch. So I have a lot to owe to Mr. Amaya. I have seen him since and I've thanked him many times. Uh, but nonetheless, if you're listening, thank you so much, Mr. Amaya. Really appreciate it. Um, this is all because you. So I appreciate that big time. And nonetheless, I was able to really alter my diet. So what I did is I read a book that actually kind of scared me. It was called, I think the hundred year lie is what it was called. Um, not like saying you need to go out and read this book. But I'll just tell you why this is significant. So the very first chapter talks about a ton of different chemicals like flame retardants that are in our couches and the pesticides that are used on our plants and just all these different things. So I really like freaked out and decided that I shouldn't eat anything unless it's like organic and plant-based pretty much for the most part. So what I did is I essentially was doing intermittent fasting and I was only eating salads. That was like all I had access to. Obviously, I was still in high school. I wasn't able to go purchase my own food. Luckily, I had lettuce and usually it was organic lettuce. I had olives. I had um, organic olive oil. And uh, sometimes I would also throw in a chicken breast in there. So went ahead and would eat salads for two weeks with intermittent fasting as well. And come to find out after two weeks of doing that, I did not have one flare up at all. It was insane. It was eye opening. And it's really what led me down the journey that I'm on now. So fast forward to now. Um, I've done a ton of research, you know, I've read a lot of books and I've tried a lot of things. That's really where the benefit for me is, is actually trying these things out, being disciplined and, and being in touch with my body, right? Listening to my body, listening to when it's talking, listening to, you know, when I have an upset stomach and then thinking, okay, what was it that I ate or how, you know, how was I living my life? Was I stressed at this time? Like there's so many factors that go into it and we're going to jump into those today. So I love to provide you with actionable steps, you know, t things that you can actually implement into your life today. So that is my goal with this episode today. I'm going to give you a real breakdown of each like kind of topic with steps and all that. And at the end of this episode, I'll probably go over those just one more time to really hammer them in. But the first thing that I can really recommend is you have to stop putting bad things in. So you really have to give your gut like a rest. You have to let it get this reset. Um, if it's been under constant attack, then it really hasn't had a chance to rest and repair, right? If we're constantly eating fried foods and sugary foods and things that are just breaking down our, um, you know, the, the lining in our guts and causing leaky gut and all these different kinds of issues, lots of inflammation, 
then our gut has really not had a chance to re repair itself. It's just been like fighting this losing battle. So the first thing that we really have to do is we have to stop putting bad things in. And the best way to do this, and I know there is some controversy around this, but honestly, it's doing a fast. So yes, absolutely. I'm going to caveat this with you need to be very intuitive with your body when doing a fast. Um, if you are a woman, then please be mindful of the time in which you're doing the fast. You don't typically want to do this around your period or even right before your period. You want to do this in a phase where um, your body is more able to properly handle not, you know, having food for three days. Um, and since your body uh, is literally, you know, can carry a human life, uh, one of the main things it focuses on is if you have a constant food supply, right? Like if in your if you're in a correct circumstance to raise a child. So therefore, if you are going without food, your body might kind of get a little bit out of whack if you do it at the wrong time or if you do it too much. So that's my little caveat there. And also if you do have any issues with um, you know, food eating disorders, then also just be very mindful about that. Maybe, maybe this isn't the route for you and there are other ways of doing so. But for the average person here, Doing a three-day fast is incredibly beneficial. It is actually one of the few things that if you're just, honestly, if you have a really messed up gut, it is probably the best thing you could do for it. It's going to be a reset. You're going to come out of that three-day fast with incredible gastrointestinal feelings. Like you're going to feel so good. It's insane. Um, when I did my first three-day fast, I couldn't believe how good my digestive system felt and how well it was working. So that is really the first step I would say to do is to just stop what you're doing completely. So go on a fast. Now, I'm not going to get too into the fasting here, but if you're doing a fast, you can drink water. You can even drink tea or coffee, although coffee can be a little bit disruptive on the uh, stomach lining. So maybe you just stick with water or a very gentle tea. Uh, obviously nothing added in there, no honey, nothing along those lines. We want to just keep it to either tea or water and you want a high quality salt. So if you have like a pink Himalayan sea salt or um, Celtic sea salt or Redmond's uh, salt, you know, from the, I forget where it is, but it's like an ancient lake or something like that. Um, any of those are going to be really good salts because they're going to have a lot of minerals in them and our body is going to need that. So you can do salt, you can do water, and possibly even tea, but if you want to just be a traditionalist here, keep it to just the salt and the water. So that's going to be the first part. We want to stop putting the bat in. We want to do a three-day fast to really rest and repair the gut here. Now, once we have uh, rested our gut, we now need to build our gut back up, right? Because after doing a three-day fast, you don't want to have your first meal be a hamburger and french fries from mcdonald's right like that's gonna be very counterproductive it's uh you know your body hasn't had anything in it for three days now um it's really gonna want something that is easy to digest and very nutrient dense right we're gonna want something that's going to feed our uh lining of our of our stomachs and uh really just benefit the body right it's gonna nourish us so the best way in my opinion or the the way that I enjoy breaking a fast personally is actually with a bone broth. So I know um, if you are like a vegan, then uh, maybe this isn't like the best route for you, obviously, or well, 
It's just not an option for you if uh, if you're not able to consume animal products. There are other kinds of, you know, air quote, like bone broths. And I think they typically use a mushroom for the base. You can find them. Uh, and so I would still recommend doing one of those if you can't do a traditional bone broth. But if your dietary um, restrictions allow, then I highly, highly recommend a bone broth. Bone broths are incredible for the gut. Um, they have a ton of minerals in them and just all the really good things that are going to help to heal up our gut. Um, even not doing a fast, they're going to be really beneficial. But right after a fast, if you're able to break the three-day fast with bone broth, that's going to be incredible. That's going to be the best way to start this off. And then right after that, you can start easing in with different foods, nothing too flavorful. We want to keep it very mellow in the beginning, um, maybe even just starting off with some fruit or some vegetables, eventually working our way up to some meat. Uh, it, like I said, once again, if you are able to eat meat, then work your way up to that. Keeping everything at the highest quality possible, right? We want everything organic, uh, grass-fed beef, if you're having uh, beef and really just making sure we're putting the best quality food in because this is truly the very first foods that we're putting in after a very long time without food. So making sure we're putting really high quality foods in. And then I'm going to highly, highly recommend that you find a pre, a pro, and maybe even a postbiotic to take while, um, well, basically for, you know, for the rest of your life or however long it suits you. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with probiotics or that whole field, probiotics are good bacteria that don't actually really populate the gut. They just kind of help it, um, but they don't really take root and populate. So a probiotic is something you need to take frequently. It's not something you can just take one time and then you're good. Uh, so unfortunately, you do have to take it over and over and over again uh, to really receive the benefits. And then a prebiotic is going to be food for the good bacteria. So the prebiotics are going to feed the good gut, uh, gut bacteria. And then a postbiotic is essentially what is given off from the probiotics from the good gut bacteria. So things like butyrate can be a uh, postbiotic. And those are also going to really help the lining of the uh, gastrointestinal system, the, uh, the stomach. So this is something that is highly beneficial for gut health. Um, I really recommend doing some research on a good probiotic and also not only research, but actually testing them on yourself, right? It's very important that we find one that works for us because we're all going to be very unique and different from each other. So just because one probiotic works really, really well for someone, it might not always work super well for you. So making sure you're trying them out and finding the ones that work best for you is going to be key here. Just to throw a few names out there uh, of some probiotics that I personally do enjoy, um, the Ritual probiotic. It's actually a pro, post, and prebiotic all in one. It's called Symbiotic. That is uh, one of my favorite probiotics, actually. It's not just a probiotic. It's called a symbiotic. Um, but just to keep it simple here, uh, it's one of my favorite probiotics to take. And on top of that, I've also taken the seed probiotic, and I did enjoy that one as well. Uh, it was pretty good. Not as good as the Ritual one. I did like the Ritual one quite a bit better. And then there's uh, two other companies that I actually haven't tried yet, but I'm, I'm about to actually very soon try them. It's probably on Black Friday. I'll look for some deals from them. Um, and the two companies are Omnibiotics. I've heard some really great things about them. And then the other company is going to be Just Thrive. So both of those companies, I've heard 
really high reviews and um, just a lot of people speaking very highly about them. So they're also probably very good brands. And uh, like I said, go ahead and try them out. Give each one a couple months at the minimum to really see the benefits. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight. So you do have to really pay attention and also take them for, you know, a little bit of time. Like we're looking at a minimum of like 60 to 90 days here for each of these to really see the benefits of them. So that's going to do it for the uh, pre, pro, and postbiotic. And then I'd also, as I mentioned already, I would also recommend adding in possibly some colostrum. And truthfully, colostrum, uh, after taking it, like, I'm serious. I really enjoy the benefits of it. And even though I haven't seen a massive, massive increase in my gut health per se, I know it's helped my immune system, which is tied to that. And I've heard so many people say that it has really helped them with their uh, digestive system. Therefore, I'm going to include it in here. And there's also a lot of research backing it, which is something that's very important to have as well. <laughs> Obviously, we want to make sure that this is backed by science, and it is. So those are going to be the things that I would start adding in to really help to repair the uh, the gut, right? So we're going to want to focus on, you know, having these uh, clean foods, the bone broths, and also finding a good pre, pro, postbiotic, uh, as well as finding uh, the tri-armor colostrum. If you're able to add that in there, I highly recommend it. If not, that's okay. Still stick with these and just test the things out, right? We gotta see what works best for us. And then the last one is going to be, actually, sorry, this is not the last one, second to last one, is going to be to eat for gut health. So while taking supplements is great and it can have a ton of benefit, really it's a supplement, right? It's not the whole thing. The main area of focus is really actually what you're eating. Um, that is going to have, in my opinion, the most dramatic shift, not just on our gut health, but on the health of our entire body. Um, think about it like this. You eat at least like three meals a day, right? Supplements, you only take them one time and they're small. You know, I mean, they could be powerful, of course, and, and really potent, but nonetheless, you're eating all the time, right? It's something you're going to do often. And the food that you eat should be a form of medicine for you, right? It should be a food that is high and dense in minerals and vitamins and, you know, giving us the literal building blocks of life, you know, protein. These are things that are very important for us. And we want to make sure that the food we're putting in is doing, you know, like no harm, hopefully, and really adding more benefit than harm. So I want you to continue consuming your bone broths. That's going to be one of the big things. Bone broth is incredible for the gut. Um, you don't have to drink it every single day, although if you can, that's amazing. Um, if you're basically, if your monetary uh, allowance allows you to do so, then definitely continue taking some bone broth uh, as much as possible. And then we really just want to focus on eating. And I say this like over and over again. So I'm sorry if, you, if it feels like I'm beating a dead horse here, but we need to eat whole foods, okay? And I'm not talking about the store whole foods. I'm talking about literal whole foods. And so a whole food is something that is close to the source, right? And when I say that, it's like an apple can be found in nature, right? It's close to the source. Um, applesauce can't necessarily be found in nature, right? It's processed down and then eventually you have this kind of like soupy consistency, right? Which is still delicious, but um, right? That's not something that we can necessarily find in nature. And if we want to go even a few steps further, like potato chips, you're never going to find potato chips just lying around in nature. 
You're also not going to find Oreos. You're not going to find Gushers. Like these things do not naturally just occur in the world, right? Like we have to create those. But a whole food is something that has very little to no processing at all. So that's going to be our fruits, our vegetables, and our meats and nuts and, you know, literally anything that you could basically go out into the world and find. So those are the things that we're going to really want to be focusing on. And on that note as well, we really, really want to focus on keeping those things organic. We want to stay away from all the pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, rodenticides, all the sides. We want to stay away from those. You know, we don't want any glyphosate getting into our systems or as little as possible, right? Um, we want to make sure we're not getting an overload of these toxins that are now, unfortunately, all around us and in our environment, you know, from literally all the stuff that they spray on our crops to the things that they put in our bedding and our couches and our furniture and, and you know, in the air and the gasoline that's burned and just all the different things, right? Like there's too many toxins out there. Um, we don't need to continue adding more through our diet, right? So we want to make sure we're buying organic produce. That's really the best way to avoid a lot of those nasty toxins from getting into our systems. And when it comes to meat, of course, we need to focus on the highest quality meat possible. It really does matter here. For one, you really don't want industrialized meat. Um, it's poor treatment for the animals. And honestly, it's just not something that we should be supporting. You want to support you know, these local farmers that are really doing it right. They're grass, uh, grass grazing their cows, you know, grass fed, grass finished. Um, same with like lamb, you can have grass fed, grass finished lamb. When it comes to seafood, that one's a little bit more difficult because I understand, you know, there are high levels of mercury out there and, you know, things like salmon and tuna. Uh, yeah, I, salmon is one that I really love. And I heard recently that it's starting to have higher levels of mercury as well, or, or I, it might've been either mercury or, um, plastics in it. But nonetheless, basically, you know, our oceans are being polluted and um, it's very unfortunate. So we have to be cautious with that. And then there's this whole debate between, you know, is it better to have farmed fish or wild fish? In my personal opinion, I do believe that sustainably caught wild fish is going to still be a better bet. I think it's going to have um, better benefits as opposed to its... Uh, downsides i guess <laughs> like honestly I, I that that's just kind of my opinion on it um i think there's still a lot of benefit from having you know wild caught salmon um as opposed to not having it um that's a personal preference here but seafood does have a lot of benefit to it so uh trying to find wild caught sustainably sourced um seafood is going to be something that i personally would recommend and you know with uh chicken as well we want to look for organic heirloom if possible and, uh, you know, free range, we want them roaming out and eating a bunch of little critters and getting all the sunlight on them. Like we want high quality, really, really want to focus on that. And, um, just to kind of share a quick story here, one of my, uh, old bosses back in the day, he had Crohn's disease. And one of the wild things was, uh, when he would start getting some serious, 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 like flare-ups, um, like literally he wouldn't even come to work. It was so bad. Uh, one of the things he would do is he would do juicing for a little while and that would kind of like calm his stomach that with a mixture of actually fasting, which as I recommended in the beginning of the show is very potent. So he would fast, he would do a juice cleanse, but then he would notice that if he ate beef that was conventionally farmed, it would actually cause flare ups for him. But if he ate grass fed beef, 
he wouldn't get flare-ups. And that's really wild. It's something that stuck with me to this day, and he swears by it. He says every single time he has like a hamburger from conventional raised like beef always causes an issue for him. But if he has a grass-fed burger, does not cause the same issues. So really, truly, the quality does matter here. And then in terms of the food that we want to avoid, I mean, this goes with just in general, like to have a healthy diet, right, is to avoid sugar, alcohol, fried foods, ultra processed foods, right? Like these are the things we really want to stay away from sugar because sugar can feed bad gut bacteria in our bodies, along with a slew of other issues, right? But mainly focusing on the gut here, um, it can, you know, cause like candida and, and all these different things that we really don't want. And then in terms of alcohol, well, you've heard me talk about this many times on here, but alcohol is just not, it's unfortunate. I would love to be like, yeah, I drink alcohol. Like why not? But unfortunately, alcohol is a poison and it does not benefit the body. Unfortunately, um, I know there's some people who say having a glass of red wine is you know, beneficial. And maybe there is some truth to that could be. Um, I'm not here to tell you what to do. And I do believe there is a balance in life that we need to maintain. So I'm not saying you need to fully get it out of your system 100%. But I will tell you this, alcohol is not doing any benefit for your gut. When you consume alcohol, it is, you know, kind of an antibiotic. Um, it's going to kill the bacteria of your gut uh, because it is antibacterial to a degree. You can think of like back in the olden days when they would get cut, and they would throw some alcohol on there like whiskey to try to disinfect it. Well, you're essentially kind of disinfecting your microbiome as well, which is not something that's ideal. Uh, and then in terms of fried foods, I mean, fried foods are really, really bad for you, especially because they're typically fried in like canola oil or soybean oil or, you know, some really terrible oil that is just not good for us to be consuming in the first place. But then you put on top of that, that it's being fried and fried and fried and used over and over and over and over again. And it's at this really super high heat. So you're getting really rancid oils typically, and it's just not good for your digestive system. So definitely want to avoid the fried foods and then ultra processed foods. These are like pretty much anything that comes in a box, anything that's in a box and it's frozen, right? Like these are all ultra processed foods. And unfortunately, the standard American diet for kids, I believe, is like at least 60% ultra processed foods. So we really, really need to get that out of our uh, diets. It's something we just should not be consuming. Uh, and in terms of if you're at a grocery store, a really good way of staying away from the processed foods, the ultra processed foods, is to stick to the outside perimeter of the grocery store, right? So on the outside of the grocery store, think about it. What is it that you usually come across? Come across fresh produce, like fruits and vegetables. You come across the meat department come across dairy department. Um, you'll probably come across even some nuts uh, most of the time. So this is the area that we want to stick to. And we want to avoid going through the aisles where they have all the boxed goods, the stuff that's very shelf stable, right? Like these are the things we want to avoid. So those are the first three. And now we're at the last one, which might not sound very important to the average person, but is actually very crucial to gut health. And that is working on our stress levels and our sleep. So there is a connection between our brains and our guts. Okay, it's the gut-brain axis. And they're in con constant communication. And when we live in a uh, state of stress for a majority of our day, 
that means that we're going to have likely elevated cortisol levels for an extended period of time that is not healthy. And cortisol, if not processed properly, can even lead to issues such as inflammation in the gut. And this is coming from, uh, I forget his name exactly. I think it's Kiran Krishnan, I want to say. Um, he's a doctor and really studies the microbiome, does a whole talk on like how important, you know, our stress levels are and how it increases our cortisol. But basically the whole sum of that is when you're super stressed, you can have elevated levels of cortisol, and then that can really affect our guts by causing some inflammation in the gut. So one way of helping to calm our nervous system is through meditation and deep breath. It's very simple, like nothing, nothing crazy here. You just literally need to stimulate that vagus nerve and put yourself in a rest and digest state, which is also good for our guts, right? Because think about it. Think about what I just said, the rest and digest state. If you're eating food and you're not in a rest and digest state, if you're in an elevated stress state, that means you're in the fight or flight state. So you're not, your body is not thinking about how to properly digest food. So when you digest food, you want to be in a calm state. You might want to take some really deep belly breaths before you eat your food, meaning you inhale and you ex expand your belly out. And then on the exhale, you're going to contract it in. And that's going to help stimulate that vagus nerve and bring you into a calm state. So that's a really great idea in terms of before you eat. But just overall, we really want to help bring ourselves into a calm state at the end of the day, right? We don't need to be in this elevated cortisol state all day long. And I know it's because we have a lot of things to worry about, um, bills, you know, our kids, our family members, uh, you know, driving through traffic, like Obviously, that's a pretty stressful experience most of the times, but we do need to find a way to come down from that and be able to really relax ourselves. So definitely doing some breath and meditation is going to be really, really beneficial for this, and it's going to help our guts. And in terms of sleep, I mean, sleep is key for absolutely everything. If you are not sleeping right, then you're going to see it show up in all parts of your body. When you go to sleep, you are entering a deep rest and repair state that is literally good for your entire body, not just your gut. But obviously, of course, it is also good for our gut. So we need to make sure we're also getting some really good sleep. And to get good sleep, you also can't be in a super stressed state. You need to be in a rest and digest state, which is the parasympathetic nervous system state. So that is the goal, is to try to decrease a lot of the stress that we're going through. And that's really going to help us with uh, our guts, which I know that sounds weird, but I promise you, um, a lot of the times when my gut would act up, it would actually act up when I was nervous or when I was super excited about something or basically giving a little bit of stress would a lot of times act up with my stomach and cause it to flare up. So uh, absolutely, there is a connection there between the gut and the brain. And we really do need to be mindful of this and, you know, try to calm ourselves down, right? Allow us to get into the rest and digest state so that we can help to allow our digestive system to take a break and to do its work properly. So that is going to bring us to the end of this episode. However, before we end this episode, I love to always go over everything that I covered in this episode. So you can actually put all of this information 
you know, into use in your life and give you some actionable steps. So that way you're not just listening to these episodes, but rather you're able to implement them into your life. So starting off with number one on how to heal our guts, we want to avoid putting the bad stuff in. So we need to stop putting anything in, right? Which is a fast. We want to do a three-day fast if we're able to. Um, we want to be mindful of, you know, any restrictions that we might have here. But a three-day fast is really, really good at resetting and repairing our digestive system and our gut. And then number two is going to be to build up and repair our leaky guts. So this is going to look like, you know, following our three-day fast with some bone broth. It's going to look like finding a really good probiotic. And it's going to look like also adding in some colostrum and really any other things that are going to be beneficial for the digestive system. Could also be something like magnesium. And then number three is going to be to eat for gut health, right? Which, once again, this is just literally eating a healthy diet. We want to focus on whole foods, so fruits, vegetables, you know, foods that have a lot of fiber in them. We want to also eat um, high-quality meats if our diets allow. Uh, some nuts can be good as well. So just basically foods that can be found if you were to walk outside and look at some trees or some animals. Like that are those are essentially the whole foods, and we want to avoid eating things that are high in sugar, alcohol, fried foods, and ultra processed foods. Right? These are the things we really want to stay away from, and really stick to the whole foods. And then, last but not least, is decreasing our stress levels and getting high quality sleep because we know that when we go to sleep, we have deep rest and repair. And when we are able to calm our bodies down and get into that parasympathetic state, we're also able to allow our digestive systems to work properly. So one thing I have to say to you, and this is what I would tell someone who's going through like some serious irritable bowel syndrome issues or even, I don't know, Crohn's disease, whatever. Like I'm not a doctor, obviously. I'm not, you know, a medical professional by any means. But this would be just one friend to another recommendation here, and that is take all the steps that I've given you and implement them truly, like go after it. Do not cheat at all. Just full on try this out for at least one month, if not even like three months. And I promise you, if you stick to this like layout that I've given you, you are absolutely going to see some benefits from this. And I feel super confident in this because when I was going through all of my issues and all I literally did was some intermittent fasting and salads, I felt so, so much better. I wasn't doing anything else. I wasn't adding the probiotics in there. I wasn't, you know, necessarily working on my stress and my sleep levels, like nothing. I wasn't doing anything else. I just changed my diet and had a little bit of intermittent fasting. And I found so much benefit in that. So if you do all of these steps, I would be amazed if you did not see some kind of improvement. But the thing is here, you have to be disciplined, right? You have to put in the time. Our bodies need time to heal. They're not going to heal overnight. And that's the thing. We expect really quick turnarounds on things here, but our body takes time to work and to heal. And using food as nutrition and food as medicine takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. So you have to be consistent, you have to be disciplined, and you have to put in some time on this. So literally, 
a month minimum. If you could do a month minimum of what I'm laying out here before you, you're going to see some dramatic increases. And for the person who is truly going through some stomach issues, like what do you have to lose? Because I've been there. I, I know what it feels like. It freaking sucks. I would have been happy to try almost anything to get rid of the issues that I was going through. And so if someone laid this out for me and told me to do one month, I would have gone after this like crazy. And I highly recommend it for you if you are having gut issues to give this a try. Now, if you're a person who has occasional gut issues, you know, some some distress here and there, maybe some constipation, things like that, still give this a try, right? Like it's not, you know, as intense of a need as maybe someone who is dealing with like IBS or Crohn's or something along those lines, but there's still so much benefit in this. And by following this protocol, it's not just going to be good for your gut. It's going to be good for your entire body. Um, you know, Hippocrates, the uh, m- what people call the father of modern medicine, said that all disease begins in the gut. And I believe there's so much truth in there. As I stated earlier, over 70% of the immune system physically resides in the digestive system. Like that alone could tell you that our gut health is super, super important. Plus, also, you could just look at it this way. If you're not digesting your foods properly, that means you're not getting the maximum benefits out of your food. You're probably not getting all the minerals and the vitamins that you could possibly be getting out of your foods. But if you're not digesting them properly, they might just be passing through you only halfway digested, right? And you're only receiving half the benefits. So really dialing in the digestive system is absolutely key for health for everybody. So go ahead and give this a try. Um, If you see any benefit from this, reach out to me. I would absolutely love to hear any like success or results from this. And even if you don't feel success from this, please reach out to me. I would be so interested to hear uh, if you don't receive any benefit. I would be very, very surprised. Um, And I would love to uh, chat with you personally. But if you do this, like I said, I'm Literally, okay, not 100%, I won't go, but I'm 99.99% sure you're going to receive some benefit. So go ahead and reach out to me and tell me if you try this and if you receive any benefit or don't. Um, But I would love to hear any feedback from you guys. So go ahead and give that a try. And that is going to do it for today's episode. So um, you guys know the whole deal. If you're not subscribed already, please go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. That way you don't miss any of the episodes. And please leave a rating and a review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a written review, which I love to see those. I read all of them. Um, there's some pretty cool ones on there. I, I love to go through and just see what everyone is uh, is thinking about the show. And of course, you can share these episodes straight from whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on with your friends, your family, your loved ones, whoever needs to hear this. Go ahead and send it to them. Share this show. Help to spread the message. And uh, yeah, feel free to also share this on uh, Instagram. If you're on Instagram, that's mainly the platform that I use. Uh, That way you can go ahead and um, share this with all of your friends on there. And of course, I'll go ahead and share your or repost your post on my platform as well. It's kind of just like a huge thank you from me uh, if you do that. So really appreciate it. And um, I think that's pretty much going to do it. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, I hope this was of benefit for you. And hopefully you found some something good in all of my ranting. <laughs> uh, definitely went off on this one. But uh, I really appreciate y'all sitting through this and hopefully received a lot of benefit from it. 
Uh, thank you very much. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram with any questions or concerns. Um, as well, go ahead and check out the YouTube channel. Um, I have a lot of the podcast interviews with people on there. Uh, I don't usually post my one on like just personal episodes on there, but uh, any interview with a person, I tend to post those on there so you can actually see us talking uh, and not just hear me. Uh, that way you can see the video format. But anyways, yeah, that's going to do it. So you guys know the motto of the show. Just do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Much love to all of you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and I will see you all next Wednesday. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.